0: Welcome to the Your Feelers Journey podcast with Becky, Kat, and Heather, where you can grow through your fears with courage and live your life wildly inspired. If you're ready to start feeling confident in your conversations, then this is where you need to be right now. You know, how we love ourselves, and we know how to love ourselves now. And so we're working on that, we're kind of learning how to love others, but there's you know, sometimes that we have to love people who are unlovable and that makes me remember a lot of times in my life when I used to question myself all the time. I could have a conversation and uh, you know, it didn't matter if I was in 3rd grade. I can remember specific instances having a conversation with this girl and for some reason she did not like me and her name was Heather and I have no idea why she did not like me to this day. I don't I can't not answer you, that. Not you. Yeah. I still have no idea to this day in third grade why she did not like me. But she did not like me and refused to be my friend. And I even begged because I like everyone to like me. If there's conflict, I'm like, whoa, hold up. I don't really have conflict with or I I can connect with anybody. What's happening here?
1: They (laughs) they all love me. What's the problem? I'm like, what the heck?
0: (laughs) You know, and so with I also am someone who I, I was a people pleaser myself. I want everyone to feel included. Mm -hmm. So, and I also expect, you know, I just, I guess, expected people to make me feel that way as well. So when I didn't feel included, I was like, devastated. How could you do that to me? And so my mind would go crazy with thoughts that, you know, weren't even going to happen or didn't happen or would never happen. And I, I remember having, and I don't think it's any different than anyone else, but I felt like when I would leave a conversation, my head would start, my mind would just start reeling with, oh my gosh, you said this. I bet they think you're a complete idiot now. You hurt their feelings. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 and then my head would just go. And then I would be like, oh my gosh. And I wouldn't be able to eat. I wouldn't be able to sleep. I'd be so upset. So I would call them or I'd find them the second we got to school the next day. And I'd be like, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to da da. da and they're like, what are you talking about? Oh. Wow. And so I spent all night not even being able to sleep and crying and all upset. My my brain just did this to me all the time. And it was so annoying. And it still will happen if I don't keep it in check. Yeah. And so my thoughts will run away with themselves. And I will question, why did I say that? it! you know, and I sounded like this, or they're going to think this, or why did I do this? Or why did I not step up and do this or say this, you know? And mm. so I'm constantly questioning myself. And I, I got to thinking, you know, when we were talking, prepping for this, I'm like, why did I do that? I feel like there's a stat somewhere. I don't know exactly what it is right now, but there is one.
1: (laughs) I swear there's a stat. There's a stat for everything. Yes, yeah. yeah.
0: That I've heard before that says something about if, if we counted, you know, all these crazy thoughts that we have, and the worries and anxieties and all that that we worry about in the future that haven't even happened yet, pretty much ninety nine point seven percent of them will never happen. Right. You know. Right. <laughs> right. And I just made that up, but it's close. Sounds good to me. It, it is good. a high number. It's though, a very high number. Yeah. That we
1: fear are going to happen don't ever happen. Yeah.
0: yeah. So yeah. we spend so much of our lives worrying and questioning ourselves, and it, it, for no reason.
2: It's a waste of time.
1: Right. That so, person
2: isn't worried about you. Right. Or- they're not. You know, about not
1: we think about ourselves way more than <laughs> yeah. anybody else thinks about ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, thinks about us.
0: Right. And it's funny. You see, I that was like one of the biggest aha moments I had one time when my counselor, Carol, she looked at me and she goes, OK, this is going to sound kind of harsh.
1: <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And she goes, she gave you a lead in on she's that. She's like,
0: one. <laughs> who are you that everyone is thinking about you all the time?
1: Oh, and I was like, good.
0: oh, Ouch. well, she knew I needed the hard hitting yeah. bams, you yeah. know, right for, in your face. And I was like, oh, you're right. And that freed me.
1: Mm. I was like, oh
0: my gosh, they don't give a crap about that, me. this is yeah. awesome. Yeah. I was so happy. Uh, but I, it made me think, why am I like that? And it comes from. Family members of mine being total people pleasers, trying to control every situation and every person. Don't you say that. Don't you put that up on social media or don't you do that. Mm. You can't say that to someone. You need to apologize. And then, you know, and so everyone around them are, you know, like second guessing what they said, how they were. And I never get this right. (laughs) Yeah. And so it made me really feel so insecure and now that I'm even talking this out, too, it makes me even see how it went into my marriages and divorces and stuff like that, because I, it made me second guess everything. So even when I was in my, you know, late 20s, early 30s, going through my divorce, my first divorce and everything, mm-hmm. I was like. I can't trust myself to just pray and believe that I really heard what God said. I, I can't trust my decisions. I can't trust my, you know, and, mm. and this all, I think it all stemmed from being questioned, you know, mm. so much with yeah. everything that I said yeah. or did, yeah. you know. And I feel like if somebody... The now what part, you know, so we talk about the what, so what, what? now what. Yep. Our self-coaching process. Yeah. See, it comes back
1: up, people. That's why we gave it to you. (laughs) Well, the now
0: what part would be what I learned so many years ago from my counselor, Carol, is she said, stop, pause, Mm -hmm. like Becky Mm -hmm. said the other week, you know, pause, and then think, what do I know about this person? What do I know about their intentions and their heart and their Mm -hmm. character and their love for me? Mm. And then most of the time we'll say, "I know they love me. I know they have the best intentions for me. They mean the best. Mm-hmm. They're just different than me, or they just don't know how to, yeah, <laughs> yeah, communicate things correctly, you know, right? or something like that." And then you don't waste. Any time being upset, or you can actually just go to them and be like, Hey, when you say this, it makes me start to question myself. I like that that, honest conversation with someone. Mm -hmm. And I know you just don't want someone to be mad at me, but you can't control anybody else, right? You know, right? (laughs) Which I have been able to have those conversations several times with them, and it's really been good. That would be that would be my through conflict. My biggest hurdle was the questioning myself and not being able to trust my own instincts, decisions, choices, things like that. And then realizing where it came from. I was like so excited, you know, to figure
1: out where it came from. We got to the root. I mean, we can't fix something unless we really know what the root is. Right. Right. That's good. Uh, What you said, Kat, though, so it really leads into what I'd love to share about loving others well. And it's the self awareness piece. Mm-hmm. We can't change other people, like you said. Mm-hmm. Look, you will have loved ones in your life, and they're gonna try to love you the best they can, and maybe they don't do a good job at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there's there's things that between like Bob and I, we're actually um, coming up on literally in two days uh, from from. Today, it will be 18 years for us. Oh, happy anniversary. Thank you. Happy anniversary. And you know what? We have had moments where we did not love each other well. But what we had to do was we had to step out of our shoes and step into their shoes. So, like, there's been times when, say, Bob was real kind of like, stressed out or short with me or something like that and it was like okay I had to pause and I had to look is this is normal Yeah. and I stepped out of my shoes and when I stepped into his shoes I'm like okay this is what he's dealing with with work this is what he's de- you know I don't mm-hmm. know the whole story mm-hmm. and I had to give him the benefit of the doubt that he still loves me he's you know what he's not snapping at me because of actually me. And it's because of this other thing going on. And you know what? When we first got married, that I did not know how to step out of my shoes and into his shoes. I was so insecure that I was like, I'm sure it's me. Whatever's going on, it has to be me. Yep. I totally what screwed something up. What did I do yeah. Oh, my God. You guys will love... And-
2: Go ahead. Well, you'll love this, but just Sunday morning, we were in the car. I dumped my makeup bag. I have found a... T- Okay, this is me. Found a tomato in another bag I had. <laughs> <laughs> Everything a was like tomato. Wet. A wet. A tomato. Oh, that did it get squished. A oh. tomato. Yeah. Oh, a big no. one. I opened the window, threw it out. Oh. And on your way to church. This yeah, is on your this way to is church. This is all on the way to church. And then the song, it's me. Hi. Hi it's I'm it's the me. problem. <laughs> it's me. That like, song was on. Yes. <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> I'm like. Everyone in this car oh, knows it's me. It's <laughs> me, people. and the anti-hero. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, my
1: gosh. Oh, that's but, awesome. you know, that is what I felt like always where it was like, oh, my gosh, it must be me. And yeah. I, I had the hardest time giving him the benefit of the doubt that, you know, maybe it's something else. And he still loves me. He's just stressed about this other thing over here. You know, and when I... Well, I started learning how to do that and just give him the benefit of the doubt. You know what? He still loves me. He's just going through a rough patch. Like, just love him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't need to snap back because he's snapping. Right. Um, and and he's done the same thing with me, where he's learned how to give me the benefit of the doubt when I'm... Because for me, it's actually... I'll get... Like, if I'm stressed, like, something... You know, um, and some episodes back, I was talking about writing a book and... When I'm doing something new, that's when it actually gets the most scary for me. Mm-hmm. Well, leading up to that, like, I can start getting, like, really um, reactive. And, like, I- I'm, like, ah, yeah. Yeah. stressing out all over people. I relate to yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Me you know, too. Bob, Bob has been really good too about giving me the benefit of the doubt. Okay, Heather, what's going what's really going on? Yeah. You that's know what good. I mean? It's not yeah. the whatever I'm saying, it's really there's something deeper. Mm-hmm. And it, that's been a really big game changer for Bob and I is just step out of your shoes, mm-hmm. step into their shoes. You know, even if it's somebody that you're not as close with you don't know their story. Mm-hmm. You don't know what they've been through. I'm not saying that to make an excuse for somebody mm-hmm. that, say, mistreats somebody or something like that. I, that's, mm-hmm. that's not to say, oh, it's okay for them to treat somebody like that. Sure. But what it does do, it gives you a different level of compassion and allows you to let things go, you know, mm-hmm. because hurting people really do hurt people. Yeah. Yes. It you is. don't know what kind of trauma they've been through in right. the past or what just happened. And... Right. You know, when you step out of your shoes, step into their shoes, it allows you. And even if you're not right, and you you give them the benefit of the doubt, what does it hurt? Mm-hmm. What does it really hurt? Yeah,
0: especially if it's somebody on the road that like flips you off because yes! you accidentally yeah. cut them off, and you're like, yeah. sorry,
1: yeah. and they don't
0: return the the niceness. It just happened back. yesterday.
1: <laughs> somebody said you're number one. Yes, they did. And I smiled and waved as big as I uh, could. I Blow my a it. kiss. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Becky gets told she's number one,
0: apparently, all the time when she's driving.
1: I love it. The other thing I do want to mention is when you're trying to love someone else well, pray for them. Mm-hmm. When my first marriage ended, and I knew... In my heart that I did not want to be like one of those divorced women that I've seen that they're bitter, mm-hmm, they're mm-hmm. angry. Like, you know, they're divorced because oh, they got yeah. this like yeah. hate for men. Yeah. And I was like, I do not want to be that. And I really felt like I need to pray for my former husband. That's what I need to do. So Mm -hmm. anytime he came up and something came up in me that was like, oh, that bothered me so much about, you know, something from the past or I would just pray for him every time. It would, you know, so if if any kind of anger or resentment Mm -hmm. or anything came up, I would just pray for him. And over time, that just left me. It Mm -hmm. just, you know, and then I could see, like, believe for a good future for him. Mm -hmm. But then I was able to just let it go. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I could walk away. Yeah. And then that allowed me to go into my current marriage with Bob free. Yes, I was not bound by this other person. Right. You know, he did not have an emotional hold on me anymore. And I really believe it's because I prayed for him. Well, absolutely.
0: Yes. And we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, too, or several weeks ago, um, uh, Tommy Newberry says, You can, it's impossible to pray for someone or s- be serving them and hate them at the same time. So, yes, yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So yep. um, it's been, I've done the same thing for my previous husbands, <laughs> both mm-hmm. of them. First one more so than the other one, but mm-hmm. I, I was. So I was that person that you talk about,
1: bitter, bitter angry. angry. Yeah. I
0: hated him with every part mm-hmm. of my being. And I didn't it. want to be that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. even the people closest to me were like, yeah, okay, we're not having her around, you know. Right. Because I was so miserable. Yeah. And bring I was so angry. Debbie and
2: Downer. Bring yeah. everyone you down. Yeah. Right.
0: And so I didn't want to be that person. And um, I would make myself... Pray for him, and I would hate every second of it. And I'd even be like, God, you know, I, I hate him. I don't even want to do this, but I'm doing it because I don't want to have this hate in me. Yeah. So, meh, 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 meh. Good, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but
1: that's good. You that's did good. it. But I did yeah. it. You did yeah. it anyways. Yeah, yeah. You didn't feel like it. See, I think that's a good point, too. I we do, too. We don't have to feel like right. loving people to actually love people. Yes. Mm-hmm. You loved him anyways by praying for him. When you make the
0: decision to actually do it, then the feelings come because you're able to release all that anger and hate and all that kind of stuff. What is the
2: quote? To do it long after the mood you set it in has passed. Do you know what I'm uh saying? I know what you're saying, but
1: I can't think of the first part of that. I'll think of it. But I will say that agape love, which is the, the divine love that God loves us with, is a verb. Yeah, a constant it's a, it's a verb. verb. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? So when is. we're loving people it's it's not a feeling. It's an action. It's an yes. action. Yeah. 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 I love that. Becky, how do you love <laughs> others well? <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> Appreciate your honesty, girl. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's why. You, that's why you come and listen to your fearless journey with Becky Cat and Heather. I know it is. That's exactly right. Because we just <laughs> shoot straight. I know, right?
2: <laughs> It's the commit. It's the. I got the word commitment. A commitment is mm. doing what you said you were going to do long after the mood you set it in has passed. That's good oh, that is yeah, good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and that's, that's really what gonna... love
1: is—a commitment. <laughs> Yes. Mm-hmm. especially when it's, you know, when you make a commitment to your spouse or,
2: yeah you know, you commit to love your kids. So one thing that has always, pro- well, for a while, and this is probably hard for everyone to some degree, but there's, uh, I'm just going to use this one verse, but there's so many like this. When you're living in a real life situation that is not idea or it's difficult or these this relationship is not, doesn't seem like it's in the right place or whatever. And then you open your Bible and you read, I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them who curse you, do good to them who use you or hate you and pray for those who accuse you falsely or who persecute you. Mm -hmm. You know, that is... Hard. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Just being honest. (laughs) Yeah. So it it is not easy. Yeah. When we say, Oh, I just paid for my former husband. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, No, it it wasn't easy. (laughs) I did
2: it through gritted teeth and just like, Yeah. 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 (laughs) I think that, you know, like everything else, it just takes a little bit of time. Mm -hmm. But when you make yourself commit Commit. to doing it,
1: right. You make yourself don't feel like it. Right.
2: And then eventually it becomes easy it becomes a habit I I guess yeah yeah and now um like I have people in my life that I grew up and I felt like you know I love them wholly they love me you know it's very hard day when you come to a day when you realize that maybe that person didn't have your best interest at heart and Mm -hmm. I but I thought they loved me you know and the actions that they're doing are not showing love and i can honestly say that now i pray that god blesses them like i pray that god just loves them and and shows them grace and mercy blessing and i mean that Mm -hmm. and whenever you that day that comes that you're like what the what (laughs) it's devastating so it's not like you're gonna just run and pray for them that day or maybe even the next day or whatever. But forgiveness is it's a verb, too, I think it's something we have to learn Mm -hmm. to do.
1: And we do. And most of us aren't taught how to do that is very few of us, Mm -hmm. you know, that were taught how to forgive, how to love well, because they didn't know. Right. Yeah, You know, how do you teach what you don't know? Exactly. Mm -hmm. One of the I
2: just thought of this, but, you know, I've been studying joseph a little bit and one su- if somebody in the bible can be an example of this oh, it is joseph heck yeah <laughs> joseph got crapped on oh yeah, yes he, he did. did crapped on and crapped
1: on by his and, family and, and there wasn't really a lot that he didn't really deserve it right it wasn't like he you know had did. he was sp- like guess what guys i had a dream <laughs> i have a dream i'm gonna throw you in a pit yeah and, and- despair yeah and don't then even
2: think his about dad it. made him the coat and you know like it wasn't it was like i don't know i kind of see him being like deer in the head like look like what what i'm just I like living it. life and
1: <laughs> I next, ta- for next thing you know
2: he's in jail because <laughs> right he got lied on you know yeah you know. he got
1: lied about
2: he had Number one, no bitterness. He had joy. He had forgiveness. He had love. He Mm -hmm. had all those things before any of his family ever came back, Mm -hmm. came back around. And I have just pondered on that because how much, I mean, his relationship with God had to be so genuine and so good. Yeah. Because in the flesh, you can't. We can't do that. So in the you flesh. just look
1: at that in the natural what he went through, and it no. almost seems like no human being could no. ever have walked in that kind no. of forgiveness. And God, right. God
2: gave Unless him. Unless you're Jesus, <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. And God gave him so much favor. He yeah. allowed him the positions that he was in, even in prison. He, mm-hmm. God yeah, gave him he favor. was over
1: basically yeah. the prison, except for you know he had the guard over yeah. him. But I mean, yeah. he had, he ran it. Yeah.
2: See, I
0: think too. We only see pieces of his story in in the word. And you bet your fanny there was times that he oh, feels yeah. like we do. Oh, yeah. oh I'm sure. You why? Know? Why? See, God, when I why? see, yeah, when I read, read that scripture about Joseph, I picture him, you know, walking out about the dream when he first starts telling his family about, mm. I had a dream you're bowing to me, you know. <laughs> I, that's how I see him okay. do it, being like, I may be the baby, hey, but check this out. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I had a dream you're going to be bowing to me, yeah. you know, ha,
1: ha, ha. You know, I yeah. see it that, okay. you know, oh, but, I, yeah. but I, but I could have gone that way. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, like a little bit of pride, you know, or whatever. You know how guys are. Yeah, you know, that's they, true. They just that's talk true. like that, you yeah. know, and, and like who's got the bigger britches? Yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's and true. So, and it him and his brothers, yeah. For his true.
0: brothers and all of them to take it to that extreme. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You know, know, but um, yeah. one of the best things that I was taught to by a mentor of mine, and I can't for the life remember who it was. but
1: Which one it was. Which one, yeah, <laughs> because I've had so
0: many yeah. phenomenal, incredible women. But they said... Pray for, not only pray for, you know, like what I would, uh, was going through everything with my, my first husband, you know, like don't just pray for him, pray for God to give you his love for your, your Mm. ex. Mm, And so I would, I would make myself do that. That was the way that I would be able to let go of anger a little bit at a time pray for him, pray that he found Jesus, you know, and, and um, eventually not that everything is peachy yeah, keen right. now, because you know, we still have our issues and it's still, yeah. yeah. And neither one of us are perfect, yeah, you know, so right. it's, it's definitely something that, is going to be a a work in progress for the rest of your life you can't just forgive someone and pray for them and be like okay i'm good now you know i never have any any issues with them again and yeah yeah, that's not gonna happen feelings
1: still pop
2: up right (laughs) things don't trigger you and (laughs) right yeah yeah no kidding it's it's true you have to deal with it all the time I always say love and fear at the root of everything. I just think it all goes back to love or fear. Either there is a problem with someone's love or they just have fear, fear. fears that Mm -hmm. they're not willing to work on or share, even be vulnerable enough to share. But uh, I got to share this real quick. It just, it just made me think with Joseph and everything. Sometimes people are just doing the best they can. And other times other times people don't care enough, you know, or they do yeah, have that fear they're just thinking about themselves. Yeah, we were watching Home Improvement, the old show, the old Home Improvement. The Best one. show. <laughs> and Jill, I don't know if you guys are familiar with it or not, but like it's quite, it's kind of old now, but it had Tim Allen on it, and anyway, it was uh, his wife Jill, and her mother was coming to visit and she had gifts. I literally just watched this. So it's fresh and it just is making me think about it. But she had gifts for the girls. So Jill had sisters. And before she got there, Jill said, Oh, I hope she gives me the clock because that clock just makes me feel so comforted. Like it Mm. makes me feel like home or however she put it. And The mom came in and she had the gifts because she had been cleaning. So she had these out and she told them she was going to give them something. And she started to lay it on the table and she pulled the clock out and set it on the table. And then she's like, and this is what I have for you, Jill. And she opened up this box that had a tea set in it. And Jill was so disappointed. Because she wanted the clock. She wanted that clock. She was like, oh, who gets the clock? And she said her sister. And Jill was so disappointed and she went outside and her mom came out and she was like, I'm sorry that disappointed you or, you know, whatever. And it's, it's fine if you want to trade, you know, whatever. But she said, why? And Jill was like, but why did you give me the tea set? You know, this stupid little tea cup, whatever. And she told her how the clock made her feel. And her mom said, oh, well, I'm sorry, but when you were little, I just remember us having tea together and you would do this little thing with your cup and you would call it something. It was real cute. Anyway, she told she just shared the entire Mm -hmm. memory with Mm. her. And it was not that it meant something to Jill, but it meant something to her mom. Mom. Yeah. And then after that, she was like, you know, you know how you'd be. Yeah, Well, I'm Feel bad now. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah, Thanks yeah. for <laughs> making me feel bad. Yeah. In fact, I think she said, Well now I want them both. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well then. I think she's gonna have to learn, work on our love walk there. But uh, yeah, that's a beautiful story though, in a in yeah. a beautiful mm-hmm. picture. You know, and it reminds us too that We don't know what someone's thinking or that reasoning behind it. The mother had a very good reason why she wanted to give that tea set. and Jill had no idea how many times is someone trying to love us well, but we have one thing in mind, the way it needs to be or the way it has to look, and it doesn't look like that. And then we miss out on the love that even someone's trying to give us. And Mm -hmm. then we're not loving them well because we're over here. Pouting about not getting the clock. Right. You know?
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's It was so good. I just, I was thinking about that. Like, wow, that's quite a picture of, mm-hmm. of yeah. love being given and received in two different ways that neither person could see. Yeah. Which we're going to be talking about next week. Yes. On the love languages. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be awesome. So I hope you guys can come back next week week on Wednesday. Learn about love the love languages. Do hey, you guys have anything else? Yeah, yes. before
1: we go, yeah. can we just make mention that loving others well, even if like someone's a jerk or something like that, it doesn't mean we're a doormat. Like I just want to bring that back up. I know we talk about that. <laughs> yes. and Becky, you, yes. you've especially talked about that and helped us like as we've talked about things and boundaries and and things like that. But you know, loving others well doesn't mean that you just acquiesce to everything I am glad somebody you wants. That because or, that verse, I was yeah. gonna go back to that because sometimes I for
2: sure have taken it like, oh well, I guess we gotta turn the other cheek. I guess we're right. gonna keep turning the other cheek. Well, it's been ten times. Well, it's been fifty times. Or so, how, yeah. many, how many times do we forgive? Seventy times seven. I don't know. One time I added that up and it was like four hundred and some. And I'm like, I think yeah. I have reached four hundred and some
1: a while back. But yeah. forgiving, <laughs> forgiving <Just kidding>. somebody <laughs> doesn't mean we have to restore a relationship. Correct. Yeah. Loving someone well does not mean we actually right. have to let them into our life yes. if you're being, you know, hurt yeah. or abused or, yes. you know. Yeah. We, God I, does not call us to be a doormat. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did want to mention
2: the, uh, like, that part, the abuse part of the, the scripture there, because there's mm-hmm. been so many times I've been like, well, yeah, but that's what it says, but it doesn't feel like this is, you know, I, I my big thing is If there is not mutual respect, it's not a relationship.
1: That's good. Mm -hmm.
2: So in that situation, you have to ask yourself some questions, hard questions like, what does this relationship mean to me? Uh, Do I have to be like, you know, we talked about this, uh, I don't know, a few episodes back, but the person I'm working with, I have to be with them every day. What is this going to cost me if I? Yeah.
1: Oh, that's when we were talking about what? So what? Now what? The self-coaching process. Yeah.
2: Loving people. And it doesn't. And it doesn't mean we're going to forget something. Forgiveness isn't about, it doesn't mean I'm going to forget about it. Yeah. But, because we're human, you know, and that's how the enemy comes at us. He likes to yeah. jab us with that sometimes. So, and yeah.
0: bring up all the stuff
2: that we yeah.
1: have been trying to, for exactly. like, work through. You yeah. <laughs> know, I think, I, I, it, when you said that, this is just came to mind, though. When you think about when you've been wounded, you've been hurt, you have, say, a, like a physical cut. Mm-hmm. Okay. Once that heals properly, there may be a scar there. Mm-hmm. But when you poke it, it doesn't hurt anymore. Right. Yeah. That means it's healed. Yes. And I think it it works the same way with That's us. When good, Heather. When we, yep. when we heal properly, mm-hmm. there may be a scar there. You may remember it, but you're not triggered by it anymore. When you poke it, it doesn't hurt. Yes.
2: And, and I just want to say before we wrap this up, but if something doesn't feel right, it usually isn't right explore that if you're feeling like gosh I you know the whole doormat thing being you know feeling like this person isn't respecting me well wait a minute I've done 10 really nice things for them and I asked them if they would take me across town and they said no and she says no all the time or you know like if something starts to feel like one (laughs) yeah like uneasy or maybe this you know it just Usually, if something doesn't feel right, there is something Something's that's wrong. not right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's good. I mean, don't, that's just good. Yeah, yeah, sure. don't just ignore it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't just ignore it because. Sometimes people will take advantage of you, mm-hmm. even when mm-hmm. they don't necessarily mean to. That's true. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and some people are intentional about it, but sometimes people are like, oh,
1: well, just
2: call Becky. She'll do it. She's She'll do nice. It She's
1: <laughs> nice. She always says yes. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited about next week talking about how to proactively oh. love others. Yes. I think that's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. So It is.
0: And the love languages. Mm-hmm. And we talked yep. about, you know, like in bad circumstances, this week you know and loving others in positive situations yes. is is great you know and and so I'm super stoked about I like know. the having a plan I know you've talked and I can't remember what it was called I just paused trying to think about it but when you were talking several episodes back about having that plan already in place oh yeah the stuff and, and, and the, switch yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. so yeah. that's what we get to learn about next week yeah. I'm
2: so happy so we will see you next week on your fearless journey with Becky, Kat, and Heather.